This week on Animals Are Insane, we have a spoiler, our spoiler review, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler warning of The Matrix Resurrections. Um, we try to like say some positive things about it because I know there's a lot of negative reviews out there. Uh, we also talk about Christmas and uh, some movie marketing and just uh, end with a little chat about the new Avatar. I kind of forget how cold it is over here, by the way. <laughs> is it snowing where you are? I'm, it, it, it was for a little bit, but now now it went. It decided to rain instead. It was like, well, we're, we're good on snow. Now we just have, need everything to freeze. <laughs> nice. You know, I also kind of forgot about that, like especially with like cars. Mm-hmm. Like, I forgot that you have to take the little pick out and you have to scrape <laughs> the, <laughs> the windshield. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, then the, like, That's hilarious. Back and everything. And, and it's... It, like, I don't know. It's just like the little things that you're kind of like, oh, well, like all I have to remember is, is there gas in the tank? Like, I don't know. Yeah. You know, especially in LA or if it rains, can people drive? Which well, or if it doesn't rain, did, did my car get broken into? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My other fear that every time I wake up, did the car get broken into? <laughs> What did they steal this time? The junk <laughs> in the trunk or the junk in the front seat? Yeah, right. Uh, oh although, boy, I will say, you know, I, I remember when uh, when we when we first got that, and it was it was Sarah's car. You know, for some reason, I don't know if you if you noticed this, but I don't know if if your wife does this, but they kind of like treat the car like a purse and just throw shit in there. Oh, no. And it's not really like organized. Like there's like they they know where everything is. They have a they have an organization in their head of knowing exactly where mm. all the junk is. But for me, I just look at it as junk. I see you what you're know, saying. They could they could have it in different like pockets and everything, but I I just see it as there's just junk everywhere. Yeah. I only have one car. We we like share a car, so it's never really it's not like mine or hers. It's just like ours. So there's not that much junk in it. But uh, hey, did you watch The Matrix? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I sure did. Or did I experience The Matrix? Ooh. Or was this in a different world? Or, you know, is the simulation theory correct? Any of that kind of stuff. Um, okay, so, okay. I know... I, I kind of read. How did you watch it? How'd you watch it? Uh, did you have to like do the bypassing thing? Like I had to do a VPN to put it into the states to use my HBO account. In oh the yeah. States. So you, you've uh, you've experienced how uh, shitty HBO is in Canada. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I, don't, I don't. And I was I was reading on a subreddit that you guys don't get movies on your HBO for the for the crave thing that you guys have here. It's it's terrible. So, so it's only in theaters in Canada and comes out on that platform like at, like after like 60 days or something like that. I was like what the what a Dude. What, what a steal. Yeah. It's I don't I don't I, or I, they're stealing rather. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. It makes no sense yeah, your to guys me. platforms don't I I'm, I'm I'm very confused by how these platforms work. You know. Like ours is all separated, but you have like one thing that kind of has like HBO and Showtime and all these other yeah and stars it, and stuff. It's really weird, but uh, okay. So I've I've, I've uh, I saw the movie. I've listened to some reviews. Um, I've listened to a, a all positive review, which I thought was interesting. Wow! But uh, I wanted to know. I I kind of like. I want to do something different. I wanted to know, like, kind of what worked for you. What did you like? Enjoy? Did you did you enjoy them? Any parts of the movie at all, or did you think like everything was just like a disaster? <sighs> Very good question. So we're gonna go. We're gonna go like the Jesse Fixer out. Let's see what worked for me. Yeah. Um, oh, you know what I really really liked. Um, I don't know if it's an underrated uh, opinion or any of that or unpopular, but I thought I thought Bugs stole the show. Like I thought that blue hair character with the blue the blue hair, yeah, hmm. amazing. Loved. I, maybe it's just the actor, but like I kind of just loved that whole like everything she was doing, basically being like this facilitator throughout the entire journey of. You yeah, know, kind of coming back into the the matrix, um, but I mean, like I think I think for me too, because 
I mean, I know that a lot of people don't really like The Matrix after the very first one, right? They don't like Reloaded or Revelations or any of that kind of stuff. Hmm. Uh, or Resolution. Wait, what is it? Revelation? That seems like a that seems Revelation? like Revelation. Yeah, I think so. Re- and, then, re- and then Resurrections. Resurrections? <laughs> <laughs> but okay, yeah, the, but, the uh, well, the title makes sense at least because then yeah, I know the yeah. original trilogy was Birth, Life, Death, and now you have Resurrections, which was like okay. I guess we're still staying yeah, on I theme. Mean, and, and and then you know, like, yeah, I liked Bugs. I kind of liked that they did this thing back into the Matrix, though I was a little confused at why San Francisco was somehow a an, a location. Because what what I don't remember, especially in the Matrix trilogy, was that it didn't really have like a specific place. It was always like in a mm. city, but we didn't know. Well, it was always city. at night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah for right? some reason uh, you know and what else what else worked i think that like there was there was some really good um really good cgi like i i kind of liked the whole you know uh how they were able to tap into the matrix for for systems to work on the outside in the real life on like, like uh plants like morpheus morpheus yeah, yeah I, like i liked i liked that that concept of kind of what they were doing with that though the yeah so it, it's hard though it's hard to like come up with like because I, I think it was just like it was way more things where you're like why yeah why was this you know because like uh, then a part of me kept thinking i was like no wonder lana was the one that made this and not the other Wachowski. Yeah, because because they didn't have she didn't have any other involvement in this movie, not a producer, not a writer, any of that stuff. And I guarantee you, she probably read the script and was like, "This is dog shit." Oh, <laughs> see, I, I kind of feel I kind of feel the opposite. I feel like the script wasn't bad. I just feel like the execution of the script, I think, was bad. Like, I think the story, if you, like, get rid of all the things you don't like about it, I actually think the story is kind of interesting. It's kind of like it, it, it works in the Matrix world. But I just, I found that, like, some of the, like, like what you want from the Matrix is not what they gave us. Do you know what I mean? Oh, 100%. But, and, and at the same time, it's like, I don't know who wanted something from the matrix. See, that was the thing. Like a, a friend of mine actually put it perfectly is that if they were to have done this movie into another like volume of the animatrix, it would have worked way better. Hmm. Yeah. Because there's like less likeliness of us. Like, because it, it felt, it felt almost like farcical. Like the, the concept itself you know, okay, so now that now now people have already listened to this, we've already given the spoilers out in the beginning of this whole thing. But the the idea of it that Neo was like masked as some sort of game developer that created these movies or created like the three movies into a video game series. Yeah. As like okay, I, I get it. I get what they're doing. You know, one, I think it's just weird because it doesn't feel like it's creative enough to be a part of the Matrix, right? They kept doing this thing where they were like, "We need a new bullet time. We need a new like bullet time." Yeah, like, you know, like that whole thing. But the, what's weird too is that like it didn't really feel like it was a sequel. Like, I mean, even like visually, like it didn't feel like it had any sort of intention of adding on to what we already saw, right? Like the cinematography, the grittiness, the in and out of like the real world and the Matrix world. And then, you know, you're missing a lot of key characters, right? Like you're, you, you know, they, their justification for these things were just so weird. Like it was just, I, I, a part of me was kind of like, it did WB go to the Wachowskis and be like, Hey, you guys haven't worked in a while. So, uh, <laughs> like, I mean, your sense eight thing just got canceled by Netflix. What do you guys want to do another matrix? And then yeah. one of them was like, no. And the other was like, okay, I, uh, <laughs> I could see how that could work. You yeah. Know? Like, you know, the wheel is turning. I don't know. What did you, so like, it sounds to me like you had a, a good time watching it. I, okay. I, I kind of feel like it, it felt almost like a, uh, uh, a mix of two different movies. Like I feel like the first half is extremely different than the second half, and it it, it doesn't really have um, like a it, it's not as cohesive as it was um, in the the original version. Like like the the Matrix and the real world 
were very like they were both very gritty in the original movies mm-hmm. and this one is like the real world is like very clean or sorry the matrix i mean is very like clean and like bright and colorful and like very polished and it's just like i don't know i kind of i, I was a little i didn't know i i kind of didn't know where we were at first because i was like you know like the other movies you've we, we did like we reviewed speed racer which is done by the wakowskis mm-hmm. right and so i i definitely felt uh some speed racer kind of inspiration with like the the bright colors the very like vibrant things and it's even like sense eight right the the kind of mm-hmm. like the the band of misfits like i kind of i kind of got some inspiration or i feel like they they pulled inspiration from other things I, like i don't know though if they the conversations that they're having at like the the video game company if that's like actual conversations that were like Wachowski was it Lana Lana Wachowski was having with Warner Brothers like it felt very like on the nose and I'm like like a tip of the hat like hey yeah very meta yeah I've heard that word a lot with this movie but I don't know if well, like that's the thing is it, it, it's it kind of feels like if Justin Roiland wrote a Matrix movie or if, or if Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland wrote a Matrix movie yeah it's it's like it's like if because it's like the guys behind Rick and Morty yeah. writing this, <clears throat> yeah, this yeah. movie, right? Because they're talking about like the the meta aspects of these things. Well, it's like it's almost like they're talking this. about making a movie in the movie that like it's like making the movie that we're currently watching in it. Yeah, right? and see that's the thing that's where that's where I feel like they they did this thing where it it feels almost like spitty, like they were spitting in the face of the first three movies because the first three movies. While they are kind of, you know, they can be, they don't, I don't know if they take themselves seriously, but they, maybe they do take themselves seriously. It's like, you can kind of believe it because we're all yeah. t- talking about like this whole meta, like, you know, metaverse and, you know, s- you know, s- the simulation and everything like that. And then, mm-hmm. and, and the thing is that this happened back in 99, all the way up to like 2004, 2005. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's a, it's a big chunk of time of like creating like a really great trilogy, um, well, not great trilogy, but like a, on its worst day, it's so much better than many sequels. Uh, the thing is that like for this one, it just I don't like it almost kind of felt like it was like commentary on top of the three movies. Like, I don't know if this would yeah. act as a fourth movie. Well, just more I, like a yeah, commentary. Piece. I, 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 I hear what you're saying. I, I um, one of the reviews I listened to, they, they kind of compared it to uh, The Force Awakens, where it's like they're, they're kind of like retelling the exact same story, but like in a, in a slightly different way with different characters. Do you know what I mean? You still have like the nostalgia of like the other, the old characters in it, and like all the people that you like are really old now, but um, yeah, I, I just feel like they didn't really do a good job at like making you care that much about the new characters, you know. Like it's yeah, still. I, I wonder though if they if they could have just been able to do that in general. Like, why do you need to have Neo come back and Trinity come back? Yeah. Have this weird version of Morpheus that I still don't. I don't really get. I don't. I, I mean, maybe I was like wasn't paying attention enough because I was like. Where like yeah, how, I, guess, I don't like, understand like how, years after yeah, but how did he start? That's what I don't understand. So like it's like he was a he was a he was a Smith, right? Yeah, he was an agent. Yeah, and then he, and they, but I don't, yeah. But he also had a back door. Yeah, but like, like but so like more, were... but Morpheus was a real person. <laughs> yeah, and now he's now he's candy man like it's like what, what's going on here i don't yeah well i i i, I understand they, they, they didn't really explain that very well well yeah and, and maybe it's just because it's like one of those movies like like it's like watching tenet you know you have you kind of have to like watch it twice yeah get it and mm-hmm. then put subtitles on and then also watch it a third time with just commentary just a little bit further <laughs> with commentary yeah <laughs> and then I have an interview with the directors be like did you is what i'm thinking of this is this correct you know like that kind of stuff yeah yeah i don't know but you know the the i think the the most upsetting thing about it all actually for, for me was the fighting it was terrible yeah. yeah it was it was all of it was like it was very just 
it was almost like super safe. You know, like they were, yeah. they were doing a lot of safe things. They were doing well, like what Marvel does in their movies, you know, or Marvel does in their TV shows rather. Yeah. Like, and I just wish that like we didn't have the same kind of like fight beats um, in like the original movie. Right. You know what I mean? Where like mm-hmm. uh, uh, Morpheus and Neo are like fighting in that like the dojo. I just, it felt right. like, and it wasn't. I still know Kung Fu and you're like. Do you? Yeah. Why, why aren't you shaving? And what's with this hair? Like, wh- why? What, well, I get it. You were filming John Wick four at the same time, but why? What? Why? What? What, what is the purpose behind any of this? Yeah. And then even when he went back after being bald in the real world, he still looked like a bum. It was like, but do you, why was what? he? Why did he look different though? Like when he looks at him, like they they show him what he actually looks like. Oh, so that that was the thing that you know Adam brought up too, and I was like, well, it's not like he he wasn't an old version. They were the the justification was that they were hiding Neo in someone else. Okay, so what people see is somebody else that is not Neo. So then Carrie Ann Moss, uh, Trinity, it would be the same thing, right? Assuming so that she would only see the the. CEO version. I don't know what the developer version of Neo, like that old man with the bald head. Is that what we're assuming? See, like, like the, these are the things that, like, right? These are the things that I feel like they, they should have, like, figured out a little bit better. Like, there, there's a lot of, like, well, how does that work? How does this work? How does this work? How does... So they did it a couple times, right? Like that, like when Bugs was cleaning the window when she was not unplugged, and she looks up and she sees bald Neo. Yeah, and then they punch in, and it's like homeless Neo. You're yeah, like, wait a second, which Neo is this? What's, <laughs> but then also, like I just, I'm not, I'm not clear on the justification. Like that's the, that's the weird. I don't know. That's the weird thing about it. Like, it, yeah, like I, I, but I, there's more to it. Like it just didn't, it didn't like fit within the world. Yeah, it's, like like it's the thing. the stuff in the in the actual world, I thought was kind of interesting. That like the the humans and the robots have kind of like worked out kind of like a treaty among the two of them. Like it's like right, right, and the robots fought amongst each other and everything. Yeah, and and uh, I thought that I thought that was actually kind of interesting. But it, it's like they didn't really spend much time there. They were more worried about like like it. It definitely feels like they're they're gonna make another one based on that ending. But, but I bet you they're not going to make another one based off the box office. <laughs> it's yeah. Has no, it been doing it, well? Do you know? Uh, no, it, it it did better than Kingsman. Kingsman bombed. That was the one. Oh wow. Okay. Um, okay. Well, you know, I, I, I just think it's like did, did did the Wachowskis like go out to like the Broadway before that and be like, let's hire every Broadway star possible. Yeah. Let's get Jonathan Groff as Smith and uh, <laughs> Neil Patrick. Harris. Okay, this what did you think of Neil Patrick robot. Harris though? I don't know. I don't. I don't really know what to. Th- I don't know. They're, like they don't. The, the problem is that like they don't come off like menacing. Right, that's the yeah. thing. Like they come off more, but, hip and but more like hipsterish. But I think that was the idea, right? Like uh, the new Smith, let's call him new new Smith. He well, why uh, didn't he speak like old Smith? Because because the whole thing is that like they're updated software. It's like the the old agent Smith is very rigid and he had to fight, and the new one like when he, that first fight scene, he's like, we don't have to fight, we can just talk, we can come to like an, an agreement. Right, yeah. like there's no reason for us to actually fight. <laughs> Why did he call him Thomas? Because that's his name, Tom- Thomas Anderson. I know, but 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 then you're saying like an upgrade is like, oh, okay, so you're not going to call him by Mr. Anderson anymore. You're going to call him by Tom or Thomas. Well, because the, but weird. because the old versions they were more um, cops, right? So they have to call people by their like. You know, like they're they're yelled at him, calling him Mr. Anderson. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's out a rule that doesn't really apply to an actual rule of code. Yeah. So the code is changing. Right. Yeah. Like, I I don't know. It's but I just kept thinking I was like Jonathan Groff. I mean, I get it. Like he's actually I mean, they're they're both really great actors. I just like I don't know what the I don't know why. Yeah. I don't don't know why. Like like, you're thinking about this movie and you're like. Okay, Hugo Weaving, I know that you can't do this movie because you probably read the script and you really don't want to do it. But we're going to go with Jonathan Groff and he's going to No, actually no, I think I I liked him. I liked him in it. Um I I feel like it would have been weird with with uh, Hugo in it. I think it's just weird in general. Like why do you, why are there older versions of themselves in the Matrix? Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, Smith is different though, right? Because Smith like broke broke free from his programming, right? That was the whole the whole thing with like because because the, like the end of the last one. Yeah, like like it's like like in, it was weird too because in the old trilogy, it almost felt like Neo and Smith were like yin and yang. Like they were like the opposites, uh-huh. two sides of the coin kind of thing. But in this one, it's like they're they're trying to say that like Neo and Trinity are those two different sides. And I thought oh, that was yeah. Don't, do you know what I mean? I forgot about that whole thing. And I well, thought yeah, and I thought also, that was yeah, a little weird. The, the the Trinity thing was kind of like okay, so basically this whole Neo being the one for all three movies is only due to the fact that his gas in his car is actually Trinity. Yeah. But but it, it almost but it was like it wasn't just that it was like he's he's only as powerful as uh, like he's not as powerful unless he's like with Trinity. Do you know I mean there's like a whole which, like which I, but like it doesn't make sense because if you look at everything that he does it's a lot of it is without her like he flies. <laughs> no, but well, I, I almost want to go back and like watch the 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 old trilogy. Because she's like they're so good, they're so good. He's very like into like everything's about her, right? Because like he like she like almost dies, and he like goes into her code and like you know, yep, heals her and everything. So there's a lot there with her, but I, I never felt like their love story was that like like important to the the main kind of plot of the movie. You know, I, I always felt like it was more about like Mr. Anderson and uh, right, 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 yeah. right, and Agent Smith, Find like him and destroy him. Yeah, like like I thought those two were, yeah. I mean, this could be a, a, a Lana. You know, Lana's gone through some changes, so maybe uh, Matrix needs to go through some changes as well. Is that? Well, it's funny too because like they brought up a lot of that meta thing where it's like, oh, this is like a, a trans, um, you know, uh, essay, and 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 like they were going through all these different like theories that kind of came through that both Wachowskis have talked about, and like you know, like they, that's where that that whole meta thing kind of came through. Mm-hmm. It's just that like it's it's still uh, I don't know I think it's still like in that in that camp of like just why like why did it why did it need to. Like, I mean, it's kind of like if you brought all of the cast members back of Lord of the Rings, the original trilogy, and was like, guys, we're making a fourth one. <laughs> You're like, what? We we completed everything. The the ring is gone, man. <laughs> like, like, no, no. What else? Can he, we we made another ring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What they what, what little do they know is that elves still exist. They can make rings as much as they want. <laughs> as much as they want. <laughs> we made another ring. Also, there's another Sauron, and Smeagol is back. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, really cool, perfect trilogies that had like they it was closed. Like they they Mm. closed the 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 chapter of the the third Matrix. Yeah, we saw what happened to to the one. Yeah, he brought peace and all that kind of stuff. And then all of a sudden, (laughs) Matrix Four is like, well, it it was kind of like that. But then I don't know. Robots (laughs) got selfish of other robots. (laughs) The robots put them back together. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, like the boss robot is like, well, actually, we might need him because there's an energy that comes from. Yeah, and dude, I, you know, I, I feel bad for Neo. He's just like, I wanted to die, man. I mean, like, I came in with a yeah. purpose to die. Yeah, like, like a whole purpose. Like, I, uh, I've heard some people like complaining about like uh, Keanu Reeves acting, and I actually thought, and so like, I, I heard that before I saw the movie, and I actually thought his acting was pretty on point with his character. Like because he's supposed oh, to be with, like, with what he was before, yeah. Because he's supposed to be this like docile, dead, doesn't really understand what's happening in his life type of dude. Like, and his dialogue, everything is very much like that, where he's just like, mm-hmm. like he's so he's 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 essentially like. Um, I mean, there's a whole thing with like the pills, right? Like he's taking the the blue pill blue pills all the time, and so it's it, it's like mm-hmm. numbing him, right? So he's like a numbed version of himself. And so, like, nothing – he's very, like, monotone.
tone, I feel like, for the first, like, half of the movie. And I, I feel like I, I recognize that's a choice. I can understand why people get frustrated by it because it's not very, like, compelling to watch at all. It feels, like, very, like, stale, you know? But it's, yeah, I, I think that it's there intentionally. It's, uh, what does it remind me? It reminds me, there's something else. There's another movie. Oh, um... Uh, I forget which one. The Star Wars movie, though, with uh, um, uh, Anakin. What's Hayden Christensen? Hayden Christensen. Yeah, I've seen like some some people talk about like they actually think his acting is actually really really good because of like mm-hmm. the the what the character is actually going through, and they don't think anyone else would be able to act that better than him. But it's just it's again it's like one of those things that it's just not very like fun to watch. <laughs> you know, it's like a thing during the time too, right? I mean, especially with hating Christensen because a lot of people are really excited for him to come back. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's another big thing right now too. People are like you know, yeah. blowing their minds over the, f- it's such a weird time right now. Like for some reason, every actor is returning <laughs> to their other shit. I know like, it's like you know, uh, the era, the era of the, old <laughs> era of old. Yeah. Uh, but I remember, I remember back in the dorms, I used to, Oh, I, like my, my friend would get pissed off so much. Cause I used to, um, argue that Keanu Reeves' acting was as good as Harrison Ford's acting. Oh. <laughs> and he used to get so pissed off. He's like, <laughs> Indiana Jones, Han Solo. And I'm like, dude, they're all the same guy. Yeah. Man. I mean, like, he, like, it's oh, like, that, he has a, yeah. he has a mark, knows how to hit it. Same yeah. With Keanu. Like, they, no, they, they actually, that, that's a, he's, that's a good one. That's a really good one. Cause I find that like, there's a, there's a handful of actors that just do that. You know what I mean? And it's like, if you like them, then it's like, you're just going to like the movies they're in because like, exactly. I, I feel like Ryan, Ryan Reynolds is, is in there too. Yeah. Yep, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, I mean that was one of the things. Like Nate was telling me that uh, not to watch Red Notice. Hmm. He was like, that was the most bland <laughs> action movie he's ever seen. Like there was just zero motivation to be in that, like to make that movie. Uh, Which is funny because like when you when you hear that from a person that watches movies but never makes them, you're kind of like, wow, that must have really sucked. Yeah, for, for, to be like watching this kind of thing. wow. I wish. Right? Uh, like I'm glad I don't have your expectations. <laughs> Oh, I know. Yeah. It was such a burden to bear. My shoulders, my back is always hurting because I'm I'm holding so much weight up. <laughs> you know? Oh my it's gosh, the, it's the film weight. That's so funny. Not, not many people will know this. Not many people will get it. Yeah. Uh, oh, but on that note. I think we have an ad. This week's ad is brought to you by us. That's right. Steve and Josh of Animals Are Insane. Um, If you haven't done already, please send us a review on Spotify or Apple Music. And then you can uh, drop us a line on at animalsareinsane at gmail.com to enter for our Christmas giveaway. Actually, I guess now would be the end of year giveaway. So... Uh, and uh, yeah, bam! Oh, there Back we go. In the, in the saddle again. Oh my gosh! What else? What else has been? What else has been happening this week? Well, Christmas. Christmas. Yep. How was Christmas? Like, is it like the first time that you guys, you know, are all a big, big old family? Did you get like a lot of presents for the boy and everything? Yeah. And- uh, yeah. I mean, every, everything becomes about the boy. Especially at Christmas, so. But man, yeah, like Did you our, do this our, thing where you're like, look at what Santa got you, or is it kind of like, look at what Jesus got you? <laughs> <laughs> we we put out like the cookies and milk, you know. Did the full. Oh, you did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> did the full thing. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. I mean, Jesus doesn't give very good presents. <laughs> Could you imagine a little baby Jesus coming and giving like incense, knowing <laughs> gold and stuff, like putting it under the, under the tree. this little baby? And then while we, we like your kid comes in, and he's like, "What the hell? What is this?" He's like, oh. "Yeah," and then rushes out of the window. Yeah, I mean, I imagine it must be hard, but like, I mean, you know, you're, now you're, now you've created a precedence in which you now you have to keep doing that until he realizes. I know. Like what is actually going on. Yeah. What age do you think that is? Like eight? Nine? I feel like I feel like it's I, very determined by friends. Okay, yeah, because I, I I'll say this. I, I got sent to the principal's office one time. I believe I was five or six years old and I um I told this girl 
that uh, that Santa does not exist. <laughs> And that it's all your parents doing. And she got so angry at me and, like, started lashing out at me and crying and stuff. I was like, what am I? I'm just telling you the truth. And obviously, I didn't talk like that. But I got sent to the principal's office. And then I just kept thinking, I'm like, this girl eats glue. Like, what is her problem? Like, why can't she just, like, you know, I mean, she wears, like, two left shoes. Like, how does she not understand that I'm just trying to save her some headache and, and, you know. Some embarrassment. future. Some embarrassment by telling her something upsetting right now. Yeah, you know? you're welcome. And she's gonna like it's grow like up a, to be like uh, Will Ferrell and Elf, like just like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you had to do the whole thing. Did you guys start creating little traditions for yourselves? Uh, yeah, like a, a little bit, uh, a few here and there. Um, like we we like to kind of spend Christmas Eve, Christmas Day at the house, and then. Uh, and then yeah, Christmas Day, like afternoon, we like go to go to parents' house and f- do the whole present thing. It's fun. You're very lucky with that because you're all in the same province. You know, yeah. Imagine if you were living in a different country. Yeah, like how you? you. How would you do that? Well, <laughs> no, my God. You just. I guess I, know. I don't know. I don't know. What What do you What do you do, Joshua? What is How is it like? Oh, I get a lot of guilt trips. You know, they're like, well, you know, are you going to be coming home? Like, you know, where are you going to be going? I mean, you're going to be spending a lot of your time with your friends. You know, like all that stuff. And I'm like, oh man, I. You're like, you're like mom, dad. You're just. You. You're not that fun. <laughs> I'm like I want to I want to stop talking about the vaccine and you know and uh, and the travel restrictions and work and you know and and your beautiful home I want to stop I want to stop it all um, <laughs> you know uh, but it's also one of those things too where I just kept thinking of it when we were it was during Christmas and I like looked around I'm like I'm like 30 years old why do we have so many presents this is weird it yeah it becomes weird for me now you know because like you're you're in that you're in that like you're in that uh, age and you're in that like time when you're like if I want something I just uh, you just buy it I just I just pay Jeffrey Bezos and you know he <laughs> delivers it yeah <laughs> like it it, it 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 comes yeah Christmas so is every day with Amazon <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah this uh, podcast is not sponsored by Amazon.com or .ca just wanted to uh, <laughs> thing. please don't sue us uh, yeah you know and um, yeah, and like, because and because especially like since it's like it still feels like Christmas, like the past you know thirty years, right? Like every time that you've had it. Yeah. But you know, the older you get, the more you're kind of like, well, if I'm hungover, I'm going to sleep in, or if <laughs> or if I'm like, you know, don't want to get up right away, like I've got my phone, and you're like, nobody's like rushing down at six a.m. at thirty years old, being like, oh my god, I can't wait to open up. You know, like, yeah, it's like a, you know, it'd, be, it'd just be a weird thing. That would, that would be a strange thing. I don't know. Your brothers didn't like get up early. No, <laughs> they got up the latest. <laughs> I got up, I got up early to go get coffee. <laughs> like, well, I guess you know? I'm doing this. So <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, this is my life, and you like look around, you're like, hmm, okay, not too bad. Yeah, we're no, uh, yeah, but it was. Um, you going to like uh, Tim Hortons or what? Oh man, I wish. Like my my dad has like this like super coffee Keurig thing where it has those Tim Hortons pods. Oh my god! Has like and it could also cook a whole or like cook. What am I saying cook? <laughs> every every coffee person out there is like, did you just say cook? <laughs> it it can brew a whole pot of coffee as well. Uh, and it's you know, um, and that's another thing too is that like when you leave and you come back, you're kind of like, Dad, your coffee is so is so light. Like it's like a um, you know, you, you become kind of accustomed to the uh, the hard knocks of Phil's coffee and, you know, oh. terrible Starbucks, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You used to, you're right. used to the good stuff. And then you get the... <laughs> yeah, used to the good stuff. But yeah, no, it's... Um, I mean, that, that was, that's kind of like the, the routine, how, it, how it's been like every morning. Although it is kind of nice not ha- not having to like worry about it, you know. Like when you're back at home, you kind of feel pampered. Like the temperature's set, you know, like I'm in my comfy clothes. Laundry is done randomly and you're like, oh, that's great. Like, you know, like, okay, what, what else can happen in this <laughs> no, you, magical you, you, home? You start like getting, you start taking everything for granted, you know, and like you're yeah, like, exactly, mom, exactly. where's my laundry? <laughs> 
Yeah, exactly. You like revert back to your teenage, yeah, teenage a- ways after, after, Oh, I mean, that's the thing too, is that we never, remember we never had that. We always had to do it ourselves. They were like, no, I don't think so. You know? And then like the, the dishes and everything, all these things are magical now, Steve. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, you know, I don't have to worry about them anymore. Yeah. It's also one of those things where like, I'm just, I'm going to get so accustomed to like their, they have this like touchless faucet. Yeah. So, like, you just wave your hand and it just turns on. And I just keep thinking, I'm like, I'm going to look like an idiot at home just being, like, you know, trying to wave at this <laughs> wave at this faucet just to turn on, turn on. Oh, my gosh. That's um, hilarious. Yeah. I mean, you know. But, but it's nice. It's it, But like I said, it's like it's cozy, mm-hmm. even though it's, like, cold as hell. And I'm so thin-blooded because of L.A. It's, it's my fault. Yeah. It's um, all my fault. I wanted to um, tell you one thing. And I just want to get the number, the number correct on our, oh, oh, actually, as of today, as of this record, as of us recording this, uh, we hit 500 downloads. Holy moly. So Let's drink to that. Like we've been drinking this whole time. Yeah. That is, I actually didn't think we were going to hit it. I thought it was going to hit after this, um, this episode went live, but yeah, as of, I'm looking at it right now and yeah, we hit. We hit 500 from the last Holy episode. Crap. I know. I that was like and little. I feel like we talked about this um, a few. I feel like a few months ago that I, I wanted like my one of my goals was to hit 500 before the end of the year, and so it's like nailed it. <laughs> yeah, we did it with zero advertising. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, that's the man. thing too is that you know little do people know is that uh, I'll be seeing Steve in two days. Yeah. And so we're going to be getting together. We're going to have, like, thoughts on what we can do, what we can do more, all that kind of thing, you know, because we always love how people never email us, even though we've put our email out and that people should be, uh, you know. No, we, we got to get, we gotta get the, 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 the Instagram going. Yes, the Instagram is going to be no one, big. I, I would, have I would, some ideas for like some YouTube stuff, too. Yeah, I would never email a podcast. <laughs> Have you ever like reached out to a celebrity? You ever like emailed anybody like that? Like, I saw like, uh, you know, like on your Instagram that you're like, you know, following Chris Pratt, and he like says something. You're like, just man, I just, I just really love who you are. You know, like, <laughs> like I always find it weird to see those in those comments too, where they're just like, yeah, you know, like I mean, what you say is exactly how I feel. You know, let's get a beer, and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> what a weird invitation to have to like just this celebrity that's not going to read any of these. <laughs> Yeah, he he only got like sixteen thousand comments on this photo. Like yours, he's okay, not so gonna read. You get to that threshold. Does Instagram just kind of like be like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna notify you? No, they still do. But you have to turn off notifications. Have you ever seen those videos of like uh, influencers, like no. their phones with notifications turned on? <laughs> and it, oh, it must it, be it crazy. just it just keeps populating. It's like every second a new one appears. Dude, it looks that, wild. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you. I'll, yeah, see, that's another thing where like I I don't get other people that can do that where they can spend time where they don't like somebody's post and they'll tell them on their post and <laughs> yeah. go like deep dive into it. You're like, man, you have, you really have too much time. You have too much time to dedicate to being like, I don't like what you just said. And I, and I have different, I have a different viewpoint of these things. <laughs> yeah. I just, well, I yeah, it. it's like, this isn't Twitter, man. <laughs> like <laughs> this isn't Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, you can only uh, express uh, your, your your opinions in 240 characters or less with no emojis. Yeah, I I, I don't know, man. I, I never got on the the Twitter train, and like it just it sounds I don't know how to do it. It sounds so weird that when people talk about it, and they're just like, oh well, Twitter says this, so therefore, like it just it feels like all these companies like will do things based on whatever Twitter says. And I'm like, that sounds ridiculous. Like yeah, it's almost like Twitter could like affect the stock market, right? It could yeah. affect prices. It can affect all these things from people speaking. Yeah, and it's, I'm just like, what? What do you like? I don't, I don't get yeah, it. What am I missing? You're like, yeah, because like I, I've looked at Twitter too, and I'm like, I don't, I don't understand. Like I just, I start to have a headache because I'm like, I just like, don't understand. I mean, I'm, I'm at that like old man threshold of being like, I just. 
Like I under I know what it is. Yeah. I just don't I just don't get it. I just don't know? care. <laughs> and we and we were around when when it was like the 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 birth of, you know, Twitter. So Yeah, like you still Yeah. Plus, I mean, like, I mean, like, Instagram's taken over that kind of crap now, anyway, because you know you could do you could do everything you can on Twitter on Instagram, right? Plus more. I mean, photos and video. Yeah. I mean, I don't even use Instagram anymore. So. Oh, I have a movie recommendation. Go. I wanted to bring this up because it's on Netflix. Hmm. It's it's by Adam McKay. It's called Don't Look Up. Oh, Leo have you you watched it, Jennifer? What's that? Have you seen it? I have. We all watched it. It was like a, it was like a family affair. We were all like, okay. In the, you know, in I've the I've heard. This is what I've heard. I haven't seen it, but but the the the, the word on what the street, get? word on the street is people are saying, um, I get what they're doing, but I just don't like it. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. As a movie, as a movie. I see it as more like a farcical, um, what was it called? A farcical version. I can't remember, I can't remember what the movie was called. It was like when, when that man, you know, the old man gets up, he's like, I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take this anymore. Oh, network. (laughs) Network, yeah. I think it's more of like a farcical, you know, larger version of network, right? There's, there's a, there's a theme to what they want to tell. There's truth in it, mm-hmm. or some truths in it. Yeah, and people, I think, just don't like how they're telling it. Right? Yeah. Well, I've, yeah. I've, which, I've, is, which is surprising because I, I would think that left leaners and right leaners would agree on a lot of the things that the movie does. But yeah, like, but but again, like I feel like you like the biggest thing is is people during all this craziness right now with like COVID and everything and lockdowns and whatever. It's just like people don't want a movie to like tell them that they want a movie that like takes them to a place with rainbows and sunshines and like just a great time, you know, like, like show me Ryan Reynolds blowing something up. You know what I mean? Like, like it's See, but that's the thing. And then like, if you're watching his movie, you're watching an Adam McKay movie. Like there's almost like a, an expectation Right, like you're not going to watch Succession to think like, oh, I can't wait to have like a lighthearted, you know, family drama. I mean, like it's it's a no, but I think that like because his, his track record is a, is very yeah yeah. But I, I feel like I I think like don't don't look up might just hit too close to home. Do you know what I mean? Like it's like I think it comes across too much as like preachy or like judgy. Do you know what I mean? See, yeah. See, I don't know if it's. I think it's preachy. I don't know if it's judgy. I think it's definitely preachy. Um, but like preachy in the way that it's still being like, it's like information that is fed through the lens of a comedian. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's I mean, like, like don't look up and like Adam McKay's like style is kind of like a George Carlin bit. Yeah. I mean like I'm, I'm talking a little bit out of my ass right here cause I haven't seen the movie. So <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're just like, you're like, uh, based on the reviews I've heard, <laughs> based on the people that I trust. Yeah. Uh, based on one yeah, guy I, I mean, know. But, <laughs> Based on uh, Twitter, uh, Twitter told me this. Um, but yeah, no, I think I think you should. I think that you should uh, check it out. I mean, like it's, it's. I mean, I, I I thought it was a. I thought it was better than the Matrix. I don't know if that <laughs> if that helps. But you know, I a mean, lot of things are better than the Matrix. I don't know. I, I I've heard that the Matrix, the new one, is better a second time. If you kind of understand where they're going with it, I think it's a better. Like we said before, you know, maybe it might be better a fourth time. Yeah. You just watched it a fifth time. Oh, okay. So speaking about this, um, you're going to be here in a few days. So what? What is there something that you wanted to watch? Are you? Um, I know I mentioned us. Uh, uh, I didn't want you to watch Swan Song. So I think that'd be yeah, kind of a cool. That. Anything else though? There's another. There's another one that you wanted to watch. Um. I mean, it's kind of like we we have to we have to come up with either something to watch that is specific to us, or maybe even specific to an experience of two people like hanging out and watching something, right? I mean, like yeah, okay. But do you think like something new or something old? Ooh, That's something not. borrowed, something blue. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Very good question. Is it something that like you and I want to agree on to enjoy? 
or to find something that's kind of controversial. Or do I you or, lean more or, or do you want to revisit revisit um, a, an old good time? There's there's actually one movie I've been thinking about watching again with you because I had such a good time the first time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Which is wait, wait, any, any ideas? Any ideas? It was just with you. You it was just you and I seeing it. Yeah. Was it in your is it in your Toronto apartment? No. It was back at the in San Francisco? No. Oh my god. Is it even further back? N- no. It it's just yeah. Here, don't think about that. Do do you, can you think of a movie that just you and me watched? That had a, that we had a great time at. I know I'm putting you on the spot here. I know I'm trying I'm trying to think of the theater. Oh, yes. I think it is <laughs> the the command or the commander or whatever oh. it's called. No. I thought you and I had a great time watching that. No. Um, this one's a better time. <laughs> An even better time. Yeah. Uh No. Tell me. I'm, I'm going to say you're gonna, you're going to like remember right away. But it was uh it was when me and you watched Fubar 2. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Do you remember that? Well, well, tell, tell a little bit of the story behind that because so, it, was, it, it was a random watch. Yeah. Very random. And how we had to watch it was also very strange. Yeah. Do you remember you, that? Well, you, I don't remember where we were going. I remember we were on a plane. Yes. <laughs> we were definitely on a plane. I don't know where we were going either, but we had a lot of time. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, it, I don't know, man. I just, to this day, that was probably one of my favorite viewing experiences ever. Uh, I don't I know. I was just talking about FUBAR to Nate because it's super Canadian. Yeah. Uh, but the the fact is that, like, one of the things that you had to do, because this is a while back, actually, now, but we didn't have any headphone splitters. So what Steve and I had to do was we had to sync up when we were exactly going to watch the movie. I remember this, yeah. Together so that we could watch it on our separate screens in front of us. <laughs> and I think we like we we had to try at least two or three times to make sure it was right so yeah. we could continue to watch it, you know. But man oh man, yeah, that was a that's I mean for anybody out there that wants to watch like it's like a it's like a movie that you could either be high or drunk and you would still have a, like just as good a time. Yeah. Like it's a it's one of those movies. Yeah. Um, I, I don't fully remember everything that happened to that movie, but I just remember like... Me either. I remember moments. Yeah. Like the same. house party <laughs> and like they, him like getting picked they, up by the truck. They trashed the house. <laughs> they trashed it. Oh, my God. And I, I, I don't know. I, I remember like when you and I were like looking that movie up and like it's it's famous. Like I thought that, that there was a first one. Yeah. Well, I mean, we yeah. because watch a sequel without watching the first one. I know. It, I don't know. Maybe we should watch both of them then. <laughs> I don't know. It would be, yeah, it would be good to kind of re- revisit uh, an oldie, as I say. Revisit an oldie. Yeah, so oldie. Uh, so for those listening, the movie is called Fubar. It came out in 2000. Oh, sorry. The first one came out in 2002. It is an hour and 16 oh minutes. But I think we watched Fubar 2. Fubar 2. Yeah, I'm trying to look this up as fast as I can right now. Uh, Fubar 2. When did it come out? Uh, but it's super Canadian for anybody that is. Oh, man. It's, it's, it's one of those like letter Kenny Canadians. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that heavy accent. Oh, Dad. Oh, Dad. <laughs> I don't know why God's I, I always like, started like, oh, oh. Oh, here we go. Okay, so it actually has a name. I didn't... Oh, okay, so sorry. It says the original title is Fubar 2, but on uh, IMDb, it's listed as Fubar Gods of Blunder. (laughs) (laughs) And it came out in uh, 2010. It's an hour, 25 minutes. And it is the same writer and director. Oh, my God. I hope they made their money back. Writers. Yeah, so it looks like the the leads um, co-wrote it. Which is uh, it's kind of fun. It kind of reminded me like when I watched uh, uh, there was this like it, I don't know if it was a mockumentary or a documentary <laughs> of oh I think it was called Anvil. Did you ever see that? No. It was it was about a another like a Canadian metal band that toured with all like the big metal band guys, but they never made it big. Mm. 
and like and like revisiting them and all their stuff like it's 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 funny because like it you know it's also a canadian band um but it's like a little bit tragic as well because like it's always like it's always when you go into like these like weird suburb things of like the trailer park boys type of environment where it's a completely different life that you don't you don't don't experience a lot of you know yeah no for sure no i'm looking up anvil right now and yeah i kind of remember seeing this trailer that yeah they're just like the most famous unsuccessful band in history (laughs) yeah uh, yeah. they they have it says here they have 13 albums and uh 13 albums yeah god yeah a little tragic i mean it's the same thing with like um you know uh i really liked this there was another documentary that got me into his music uh charles bradley i can't remember the documentary but it like it it kind of showed off his life as this, uh, you know, kind of somewhat homeless and then a successful singer, he used to cover James Brown. Hmm. And he, he passed away, I think, uh, a couple of years ago. But he, like, oh, the pipes on that guy. Anybody, uh, a, a music recommendation for anybody, check out Charles Bradley. It's, he's a really, you know, really, really talented uh, singer. Um, you know, and in the kind of vein of, like, a James Brown you know, uh, type of music. Yeah. And yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of a bummer. Like to think of, I'm sure there are a ton of bands the same way that there are a ton of filmmakers that, you know, had those one and done things that could have been legendary, but then they just, it just didn't, didn't, didn't pick up, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's, it's, it's like a, like a main fear for most. Yeah. People, so. It's like, it's like being the most famous background extra, you know? And I think they have those. I think they have like a list of people being like, "This guy's been in two thousand movies." He's always the nerd, <laughs> you know, like yeah. always, always this guy, you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, like, and then that becomes like your legacy is being a background extra. <laughs> yeah, you don't get paid as you don't get paid more. You're just more recognizable. The more and more, you know, yeah. you're seen in these, like, shows and movies. Man, okay, so I've been, like, like searching these things that you were telling me on, on uh, IMDb, and, man, they're advertising so hard for the book of Bo- Boba Fett right now. Like, every... It, oh, it just it, came out. It just came out today, right? Oh, my gosh. It's, like, there's three different ads on the page. Like, it's do ridiculous. Think, do you think that's, like... Do you think that's like a, like a good sign or a bad sign? I don't know. Because I feel like if you over-advertise something, you get, you get into that Disney thing where they did with John Carter, and then you go see the movie, and you're like, oh. Well, so you guys you, are trying to drive us all in yeah. because you know that it was... Do you remember that, that the bus thing? I remember. I forget. Yes. What? it's. I, I'm thinking the exact same thing, the bus thing. The bus advertising. There's a rule on it, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's basically any, any, any movie that was that was advertised on a bus was going to be a box office flop. There was yeah, something about that. There, there was, yeah. I know that like, I mean, I think Disney's a little different now because I think they, when like Avengers Endgame came out, it's like they just yeah. advertised everywhere. Like it was like, oh, no, they didn't care. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't imagine, I wouldn't like be surprised if I close a toilet stall and I saw it on the back of a, you know, a door, you know, like it yeah. was, it was, it was everywhere. My yeah. God. But that was the thing. I remember, like, when you said that, it was the day of when you told me that, that I saw the uh, banner for The Dark Knight Rises, and I was like, this guy's fucking lying. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that ain't, ain't going to be a box office flop. No way. Yeah. But that was, yeah, there be, a, a, you know. Go ahead. No. <laughs> oh, I interrupted you. I, please, 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 speak. No, I don't think speak. it was like, a, I think it was a rule, like, back in the day. And I think that now, like, the, the advertising game has kind of changed a bit. But, yeah, I do remember that that was a thing. Well, there was another thing that, like, I saw even, like, on a, on a really good subreddit that they were talking about how advertising has affected filmmaking into the sense of it being less risk, like, risk adverse. So like it, it now most things that are being made are super safe when it comes to the budgets, when it comes to the money, when it comes to even the concepts down to like the test groups and who is this for, you know, like the numbers, all this kind of stuff, almost algorithmic and how that will inevitably be the downfall of cinema or like any sort of, you know, movies in general, because it's 
it, it's it will be driven by numbers rather than like a desire to make art, right? Mm. Like imagine if Stanley Kubrick was in this day and age trying to make his movies, you know, and yeah, blocked by giant well, studios. Well, or like George Lucas making Star Wars, like the first one. Right, I've yeah, I've always you heard we'll ever see any of those type of things again. Yeah, I don't know. Or well, you don't see see them on that scale. They'll be they'll end up being smaller. Oh, the, you mean like cult classics will be more of a? That's where you're gonna get the more, um, what do you call it? Like more like original kind of things, because the the whoever's creating it will have more control over everything. It won't have to go through like the studio's hands, so. So you so you, so that's it's interesting because like it's it's weird to think that from 1977, like Star Wars, was a completely new IP and nothing to do with anything. They spent you know a good amount of money on it, mm-hmm. trusted some guy that made one movie or two movies beforehand. Yeah, and like it became like the big like like did anything do that after like after 1977. Can you think of the 80s and the 90s or even the late, early 2000s that has done the same thing without being something else before it? No, no. previous book, no previous No, because, well, I, re- I remember there was something about um, at the time that Star Wars was being made, um, all the music was very, like, like, he- like synth heavy. You know what I'm talking about? Like uh-huh. that, that, that style. And Lucas didn't like that style of music at all. And that's why he kind of went with a more classic kind of approach. The orchestra, yeah. Yeah, but I'm just imagine, like, imagine if, if Lucas did like synth music and like Star Wars had a, a synth kind of sound throughout it. Like, I don't mm. think it would, it would have lasted because I think it would have been, it, it got dated. I think that classic score made it, has made it like more like timeless. Oh, you know what I think is 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 the last thing that blew up, which is going to be very difficult for a lot of people to hear. I think it was Avatar. Mm. Right? I mean, That's a, we may yeah. have like a it's 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 completely brand new. Yeah. You know, is it though? A, is it though? Is it completely well, okay, brand so new? The story has been told a billion times, but like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like the the sci-fi and like the world and everything, it's not a it's not a previous IP, right? So it's like, yeah. and that and that thing is still number two in the box office. Yeah, and uh, and that and the sequel is coming out in twenty twenty two. Yeah, they signed like four movies after it. Like, how many? Th- like, I mean, why? <laughs> Another thing that I oh, I can't wait to see what what happens to the blue people on this planet and underwater crap. I mean, like, uh, you know, uh, yeah, and they like ha- have sex with their know. tails. <laughs> Plug into me. Plug into my ponytail. <laughs> oh, me. it was their ponytail? Oh, yeah, it was the ponytails. It was oh the ponytail. Gosh, that's yeah. right. And they were, oh like, hooked up to the tree and, like, recharge or some shit. Like, oh, my gosh. I don't know. iPhones, right? I, you know. I, <laughs> that's, 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 their, that's their USB-C to USB-C right there. Well, they're in the Matrix, so right? Plug it in. <laughs> well, right, technically, because the guy was, like, operating a body outside of his own body. <laughs> Yeah. Putting his consciousness, and then he transferred his consciousness via the tree. Yeah, not technology. The tree was like, "I got you. I know how to do this." <laughs> like, I we've done this before. He's like, Human to to Egaraki or whatever the what are they called? <laughs> A- Avatari. The the Navi. Navi 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 Navi. I'm looking at it right now. That's why I know. I wouldn't oh, have known oh, that otherwise. Okay, okay. perfect. <laughs> but this ca- the, the cast of the new movie looks kind of fun though. Who, who's in it? Uh, Michelle What's it called just Avatar Two. It just says Avatar Two. The yeah. opening, the the awakening. <laughs> two. Uh, Michelle Yeoh, <laughs> Kate Winslet, Zoe Saldana, Sigourney Weaver, Sam Worthington, Jermaine Clement. Yeah. I was like, that just sounds good already. Jermaine. And they got like Stephen Lang, uh, Giovanni, whatever his last name is. Like, it's like, I don't know. Rubitsky? 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 Yeah. There's this other lady. I don't know how to pronounce her first name. It's O-O-N-A. O-O-N-A? Una. Una. Is it Una? 
Well, I don't think you need to put any sort of Una? accent on. Una Chaplin? <laughs> you're like, you're like, I have to look at her, figure out what her, what she, what, she, what her ethnicity is, and then I'm going to try to mimic that. <laughs> yeah. She's she a, she a big smile. Una. Una. Okay. Is she? Una. Oh, she's Spanish. Okay. All right. Try, try it with a Spanish accent now. <laughs> I can't think of a Spanish accent. <laughs> you can't think of a Spanish accent? No, whenever I think of Spanish, my brain automatically goes to Mexican. Well, I mean, they speak the same. I know, but it's not the, that's not the same accent if you're, like, from Spain or from Mexico. It's a little different. Yeah, I wonder if, like, wonder if like Mexicans like, see Spanish and be like, you know, oh, you're such highbrow because you speak it down to me. You know? <laughs> well, it's, it's like, excuse it's, me. It's like what... what uh, how we think of like people in England, you know, like uh, <laughs> speaking that real English. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they look like, yeah, I mean, that's, that is kind of the, well, I guess it would be, you know, where you're kind of like, wow, you sound so intelligent. And then they say something, and you're like, wait a second. <laughs> wait a second. So that's funny, man. I, I'm curious now. I wonder if Mexicans think that like people from Spain sound like super smart or like sophisticated. <laughs> And then they then they open their mouths. They're like, "Wait a second, no, that's interesting. Nah, you suck." <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, oh, I'm so glad we started talking about this, and then now having to leave. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I'll see you in the flesh. See you in 48 hours. Okay. Bye. Bye. Good enough. Good enough. It's fine. It's <laughs> yeah, fine. It's good enough, I guess. Okay, you want to stop it? Here we go. Stopping.